Hi friends, welcome back to Real Life, Real Talk, Real Coffee with me, Hannah, your host. I am so excited to continue our quarantine series. We're doing a three-part series talking to couples about what life looked like with their family, at their house, during quarantine. And um, this episode is with Heath and Amy Hockenberry and I think I say this every time, but my favorite thing is getting to know the people of New Hope because everybody um, just brings so much to the table, has so much to offer. Um, God's working in such awesome ways um, in everybody, and so it's cool to learn from each other. So I'm excited for y'all to hear their their experience during quarantine. All right, I'm excited to have Heath and Amy Hockenberry with us. Um, we're going to talk about quarantine again and just what life looked like for y'all's family. So we're gonna start off with what is your go-to coffee drink? What's in your mug? So I have some rooted bean coffee in mine. I think it's the rescue mission one. So it kind of has a tobacco-y flavor in with it. Okay. Should she say that on the church podcast? I I think so. We should say (laughs) that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And cream and some vanilla. Okay. Cool. So my go-to is an iced coffee, but it's whatever Amy makes. So (laughs) that is what is in my mug. That that should be what my answer is. It should just be whatever Jake makes, because that's what life looks like now. (laughs) I like that. Um, Let's just start off here in a little bit about um, who you guys are, who's in your family, what your life looks like, what y'all do, just a little background of who the Hockenberries are. Sure. So Amy and I have been married uh, 15 years this August. Wow, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. We got married young and um, 15 years into it, and it's been amazing. And we've moved around a lot. We're both from Iowa and knew we wanted to get back closer to family uh, six years ago. So that's when we moved back here from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, And I have been in the insurance industry for uh, almost 20 years now quite a while yeah and that's kind of what led us all over uh, the midwest and then back here we have two sons uh, ben is 10 and a half will be going into fifth grade nice. and blake is almost five and hopefully we'll be going into pre-k all right awesome and i stay at home with the boys yes. and watch kids after school and cool. sometimes feel like an uber driver so. <laughs> i love that um, so we're just going to dive right in with what quarantine looked like for you guys. Um, we're going to talk about different areas, marriage, family, faith, everything. But we are approaching two years of being married. So um, Lots of experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, very new at it. So quarantine together, we, we worked through some things, sometimes not so well, sometimes better than others. But what were some of the biggest struggles or growth areas that you guys had with being married 15 years? Um, and this is a new thing. <laughs> Never done quarantine before. Well, so I think for us is quarantine cor- coincided with like we sold our house, yeah. uh, which was a God thing in and of itself. And that we weren't anticipating that happening, happening so quickly. So uh, the, the week before quarantine, really, we moved into a um, rental. Yeah which is a little crammed um, compared to what <laughs> what we were living in in its short term. But so For that sure. that's played a huge part, I guess, in our quarantine story is just being in much closer quarters than what we would have yeah. otherwise been. Um, but I think looking looking back at it now and, and as we've gone through it, I mean, it, it was definitely God had purpose mm-hmm. in it. We've seen, not to deviate too far from the question, but we've seen no, a ton of good. growth between our sons yeah. and having to spend that much time very closely 
together. I think from a challenge standpoint, when we moved into our rental, we weren't anticipating me working from home. Mm-hmm. So, I was ask if that is typically where you work, or do you have an office? No, or... I have an office. I go downtown oh, okay. um, pretty much every day, and then, then in and out of client meetings gotcha. and everything. So <clears throat> definitely, I have experience working remotely, but we were not anticipating that yeah. uh, when we moved into a much smaller space. So that's been a, a challenge and kind of a balancing act, especially with the boys home mm-hmm. all day and Amy trying to teach them and um, taking, starting to take on that role as well. But yeah. that's been... That's been a challenge, I guess, um, as we've gone through the quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you can see growth in that with them, though. And Yeah, they have to figure out how to play with each other if they want to play with anybody because yeah. there wasn't anybody else <laughs> yes. for a long time. Yeah. And just we all had to figure out how to live in the space and mm-hmm. how to adapt and how – you may not like this, I understand that. Sometimes I don't like that, but mm-hmm. this is where we are right now and we're gonna make the best of it. Yeah. Like there's still very good and positive things that are coming from these different living situations, yeah. but not all change is bad. Yeah. I kind of think, I actually kind of think it made quarantine easier because we were going through that. We were going through a transition oh. regardless. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, we were going to have to deal with that aspect of it, whether we were quarantined or not. Yeah. So, I I, I mean, we, like Amy said, we were going through changes mm-hmm. anyway, and it really didn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like, I mean, we didn't obviously want to be quarantined. I mean, we both right. Right. Um, are pretty actively involved in, in things outside of home and people, people and, and like to be around people. So, we weren't, obviously, we didn't want that, but I don't, I just, I don't. I don't personally feel like it had that much of a mm-hmm. burden or a negative impact because we were going through change mm-hmm. yeah. anyway. So it was just kind of in addition to the change we already had going on. Yeah. Kind of getting specific, what were some of those really good moments? Maybe you guys have always been really intentional with your marriage and you guys do date nights and whatnot. How did that look? What kind of moments were you guys able to share together as a couple given that kids were at home for 24-7 for a month. <laughs> I think we've had, um, so we're also building a house. Yeah. Um, so we've ha- been able to have a lot of quick conversations about the house and decisions, whereas mm-hmm. if Heath would have been at the office, it would have been through phone call, and yeah. that's just different, or it would have been at night right before we go to bed when we have time. So we've really been able, like, we've been given time to have those discussions together um so i think that's been a blessing about all of this too yeah more snippets throughout the day as opposed to and then just more time in the evenings i mean without activities Mm. uh, and without you know school in the morning both of our boys enjoy sleep um and and we're blessed in that (laughs) manner and they, they (laughs) they like to sleep in so um you know, with that and, and not having like a timeline of when they had to get their school mm-hmm. done and stuff, we probably were more flexible. Not probably, we were, we were more flexible with bedtime um, and watching movies and stuff. But yeah. when they were doing that, I mean, it just freed up more time for us just to sit and talk about. So we had breakfast stuff. dates mm-hmm. uninterrupted from kids, and we were able to, Heath would come downstairs and we'd have lunch together. Yeah. Blake went in yesterday and just gave Heath a hug just in the middle of the day. So um, 
Yeah. That's cool. But it definitely, um, there are challenges too. I mean, we're just, we're not used to being around each other <laughs> that much you know, throughout the day either. But, um, you know, having been married for 15 years, we kind of have a good idea of, uh, we can read each other, I think, relatively well to know. I, I can read her anyway, and I know when, when is when. So <laughs> when to... See, that's probably one of the things that we now know. <laughs> Learn that. A work like... in progress, right? Oh, yeah. It was boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so you've talked about the boys a little bit, but what's one of those best moments, like when you think back on quarantine in 10, 15 years, that you could, you're going to remember as a really good moment with your boys? So towards the beginning of quarantine, my son, Ben, loves building Legos, okay. and he made himself into a Lego person. Oh. oh, wow. And he went through his whole Lego bucket and found, you know, the head that was him or the smile, the outfit, the pants. So he has a hoodie and yeah. a red hat and black pants and so then we decided to make the rest of the family into, into lego Legos. people oh my gosh, so, so cool. it sounds like a simple task but it was it took a long time and then we made neighbors into lego people so yeah. i think that's one of the things that looking back on this time we'll be like oh remember when we made everybody into a lego person yeah. and we watched a lot of movies a lot and for some reason we've made a lot of chocolate pudding oh and, i love that <laughs> yes so i said we'll look back in movies and chocolate pudding and, and lego people <laughs> and lego people and that's our life it's so awesome that's fun. yeah what's uh so a youth pastor i get a chance to hear awesome things kids do but also my favorite part is like just the funny like i cannot believe that happened stories do you have any stories of that from quarantine? Any just silly, fun, dumb things that the kids did this? We we do. It's not really. It's not the kids' fault. It's more me. So, <laughs> oh, that's um, even better. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, Ben's hair was getting really long, and, and he was complaining about it. And, and this was probably week four. Yeah. I mean, there was. Don't you like looking back? There's a lot. Like, oh, yeah. this won't be that much longer. And that's like, yeah, it was and there's the a lot longer to go. So. Um, <laughs> He was going to just trim up his neck and a little bit around the ears. And it is didn't, what the uh, beginning of the haircut started. <laughs> it didn't, my vision did not go, did not occur. Um, and I made some mistakes around the ears. So uh, shout out to Scott O. Thankfully, he's, uh, he, he does a lot more than just sing and play the guitar. He, he saved the day. Ben had, ben had to wear, that, wear a hat for about four or five days, but then we were able to get him. Before Scott fixed Before it. Scott could fix it. Um, but then we got him out to Scott, and he was able to uh, do a remarkable job. Our, the, the lady that cuts Ben's hair even made a comment when we took him in after quarantine. Jeez, he did really do a nice job on awesome. this and fixing his mistakes. So, so um, he thought he could freehand it. And yeah, it didn't go. And it I'm didn't just, go so well. I'm glad Ben didn't have to end up at the ER for stitches. It was pretty, <laughs> it was close. pretty close. Oh yeah. my. So he, he was not. He, his response was, "Why do I have to be the guinea pig, and why can't Blake go first? So, so have you guys and, mended that relationship? Now we have, but I, I can say he'll never let me probably touch his hair, <laughs> hair again. So. I mean, it sounds like that's a good call. So you're not going to have a career change anytime soon. I'm not, soon. no. It's, uh, we'll leave it to the professionals moving forward. There was a lot of talk about grace with that haircut. Good, good teaching opportunity. Yes. Yeah, way to take advantage of that. 
Um, so obviously your schedule with work has changed. Your schedule with the boys being home during the school day has changed. So of those, um, what's the biggest change or maybe just in your daily routine, what was the hardest thing to adapt to? Maybe unexpectedly yeah, hard. Yeah, unexpectedly sure. hard. I think keeping the boys quiet during the day mm-hmm. while Heath was working has been a challenge and to keep a balance of screen time mm-hmm. and yeah. outside time, which we don't really have a very large outside space and the parks were closed. Yeah. So um, we've really tried to kind of find places still in Adal that we could go. We yeah. like the tennis courts. We've been there a lot of times in the basketball court. So just trying to think outside the box mm-hmm. to get outside. A lot of those go-to things were gone. Right. Yeah. And so, okay, now what are we going to do? And the boys just got some new cute little like scooter go-kart type things. So that's been helpful. Yeah. I think, I mean, managing the screen time is was probably the biggest challenge, like Amy said. I mean, just not being able to get them outdoors to places and then even when you do again it's you know they want to be with their friends and um brothers you know so much time together they're going to get into arguments so Mm -hmm. it's just that was to me i think was the biggest challenge and she had to she had that burden more than i did just because i was working but having um experience working remotely i mean that transition wasn't it was that big of a deal Mm -hmm. uh, for me i'd done it before but when having done it before we didn't have kids right uh, when I was doing it so that part was a challenge and but I mean there was times I took conference calls and things in my car um, <laughs> just to make sure that it was absolutely quiet that they didn't get interrupted or I didn't get interrupted but a, a positive I mean I've, I've got a lot of um, evening meetings with my job and then just part of some boards and things yeah as well so that that's actually I mean that's been a really good blessing those you know, for a couple of months doing those things virtually. Yeah. Whereas I otherwise sometimes would have had to drive, you know, other places in the state a couple hours and not gotten home until later. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had dinner as a family the last eight to 12 weeks, way more. Yeah. Um, because of my schedule allowed it and, and what it probably had in the last couple of years. So that was a positive cool. change that I know we're going to try to, I'm going to personally really work on that and try to make sure that that we can make that happen more often. I think perfect. An, Sorry, go ahead. I think another struggle too is just trying to help the boys mm. understand what's going what on. is going on, why the answer is always no, we can't do that, no, we can't do that, or we can go here, but you can't do this, and mm-hmm. keep your hands in your pocket if we leave our house, don't touch anything, <laughs> you know, and just really kind of try and help their roller coaster of emotions yeah. and also understand where they're coming from and I think Blake the four-year-old probably struggled the most at the beginning Mm -hmm. but like I was struggling yeah Yeah. like there were days that I struggled and I could sort of rationalize what was going on but he couldn't and so I think we use the words just gotta offer grace we use that so so many times (laughs) yes keep hitting the button yeah i'm I'm pretty sure i mean pretty much every prayer that i had during quarantine began with please give amy and i you know lord please give us patience yeah Mm -hmm. because the boys really did a good job i mean as much change as was thrown at them Mm -hmm. at one time they really did a good job but it's not 
you got to remind yourself that, that as a parent for when they are misbehaving, that they are doing a good job the majority of the time. So that was a constant for me is needing to ask him for patience and mm. to keep reminding, keeping that, reminding us of that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you talked about some changes. What are some of those changes that happened that you want to hold on to? Things that you don't kind of, when we go back to new normal, you want that to be a part of your new normal? Yeah. I mean, for, <clears throat> for me, I think trying, trying to find in a busy schedule, making God and that quiet time priority mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. is something that I'm continuing to try, you know, focusing on and, and trying to improve on. Mm-hmm. And during the quarantine, I've been able, I mean, every morning I, we don't have a, we don't have a backyard to let the dog out to run around. So I've been taking him on a walk and that's given me like a dedicated yeah. um, quiet time every morning. And we were talking about that small group just last, on Sunday. I mean, there's some mornings when we walk for, you know, 50 minutes and I'm talking to God for 40 of the 50 minutes, there's other mornings where it's, it's 10 minutes, yeah. but I have that, that time every day. So I'm going to really do what I can to hold on to that uh, part. And then again, just try to be more focused on being home mm-hmm. um, at night as much as possible and keep, you know, keep everything in priority and make, make sure that that is a priority for family meals. Yeah. I would say family meals. I love that we all can sit down and have that time with whatever else is going on, but we can be us for 30 minutes or however long. I think that's been one of my favorite things. And it's not even just work. I mean, it's kids' activities once those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. And, you know, we, we have younger kids, so we're not in the full um, – breath of that yeah but then as he i mean gets older there's more and mm-hmm. more and more that you can have them in so yeah. and making sure that you start younger and younger that. nowadays too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well and with activities just we talked about this on sunday at small group too just listening to your kids like do they really want to do that activity mm. or do we want them to do that That's activity yeah. and then being okay with their answer yeah if it's not the same as it's yours you want yeah that's, well, yeah. It for me too. I think it's it's. I'm not one that says no easily mm-hmm. um, if I'm asked. So I think this has given me, um, helped me step back and say, okay, it's it is okay to say no, and I need to say no. Yeah. Um, to make sure again that family is priority, and I'm not getting involved in too many things that are taking away from my main mm-hmm. priority, which is them. Yeah, yeah, even good things, huh? Yep. Yeah. It's, it's important. Yeah. I like to, so like in normal life, one of our only guaranteed times together during the day is breakfast. So we make sure to always have breakfast together. But um, I like the idea that you guys, like just how much sitting down at the table with kids having family time at dinner is important and that you can see fruit of that. Because in normal life schedule, that's hard to make happen, but it's cool that you were able to kind of see the good side of it to now kind of motivate you to work towards that. Yep. But um, what are some of the things that have helped you feel connected? You've mentioned your small group a little bit. So, like, what did small group look like during quarantine? How did you keep connected with community, church, friends, family? What did Sunday look like, maybe? Yeah. Um, So we met with our small group through Zoom a couple different times, and that's just so different than Mm -hmm. in person. At first, the first one, it was so good to see everybody, like, I've missed you. And then the more we did, the more it's like, oh, I really miss you. I miss seeing you being in your space. Um, So that's what it looked like in the beginning. 
Sunday mornings, um, we watched church from the couch and shushed the boys <laughs> so that we could hear. Um, yeah, I mean, it's that's how I mean, we stayed connected, I think. And as we started to open up, you know, our family, too, and who we were going to interact with, we're, I mean, we're still trying to be cautious and... Um, but that we knew that like that the church our church family was going to be the you know the first group that we wanted to um, start to interact with as we kind of broadened um, the number of folks that we were uh, being around I know um, just because I can hear the dinging like the the uh, ladies in our small group they I think they text constantly throughout the day our sis too so <laughs> so it's not the guys don't we don't we don't have like a this seems to be text a theme. <laughs> chat but um i know they it seems like it's vibrating or dinging all day long as soon as she wakes up till when she goes to bed but that's that's great i think that's helped them during that time make sure they were yeah. staying connected one yeah. it's always good to gosh, I'm feeling like this. Is anybody else? Or our kids want to go play here. What do you guys think about this? Like you work in the healthcare, like what really are you seeing? What really is going on? What are your like medical thoughts on this? Um, Just so important to Mm -hmm. be connected. So important. I think like going back to, I think I got used to, oh, it's a life group night. I want to see all those people, but oh my gosh, I want to go home and have a quiet night. And I don't want that to go, to be back. I want to remember and be thankful for that, that community and those nights together. And I don't know, not take it for granted, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we meet, our life group meets on Sunday nights. And it's, I mean, it's what we look forward to Yeah. every yeah. week. And our kids come mm-hmm. to it as well. I mean, it's, and they and they play and so that I mean they get to the point where they look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, you know, they know Sunday nights they're gonna go to Miss Jackie's and get to play with their friends and um while we while we all meet. So that yeah, having taken that away was uh, was a big thing for them. A change too is um we in the past we've taken a couple months off in the summer, just everybody's sports and baseball and mm-hmm. softball and whatnot. Um, but just on Sunday we decided to still meet every other week but on Wednesdays so because everybody said that they just so appreciate being together and so the Wednesday nights I think are going to look a little different but that's okay the point is just we're getting yes that's our life group usually takes time off in the summer too but we um, are doing Wednesdays now too (laughs) we switch nights as well so that's funny were there moments during this all that you kind of struggled feeling isolated or lonely? I mean, acknowledging you had your family, but kind of not interacting too much with other people. Was that hard? How did you deal with that? Yeah, I mean, for me personally, it, it I didn't, I guess I just, I didn't feel it that much. I mean, on my every day, I mean, I was interacting um, with people at work, clients, yeah. customers on the phone, virtually. So, I mean, it, it changed because I wasn't interacting in person, but I'm still still interacting with folks every single day. So that part of it um, didn't really change, I guess, or impact me. Where I, where I felt the impact um, was just a couple weeks ago when I went back into the church for the first time mm-hmm. for, like, a meeting. And, I, and I, we got into the room, and I texted Amy, and I said, hey, sign us up for mm-hmm. uh, studio worship because mm-hmm. it just it was awesome to be back there and just with, you know, with a 
handful of people mm-hmm. uh, for a meeting. So that I, I, you know, I knew that I missed that, but that reiterated that to me. But I didn't, because of you know what I do every day, I didn't have the isolation feeling. Yeah. I remember telling Heath once, I miss my people. Yeah. He's like, we are your people. Like, <laughs> you are, but I really miss them. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar too. <laughs> yeah. that, that may be a, you know, a male versus female thing too. I don't, I don't know. We just, she, Amy needs that in-person interaction just much yeah. more. So I think it probably weighed on you more than it did. Me, would, the isolation. Would you say, that, Amy, would you say that you're an extrovert? or? Um, yeah, probably a quiet extrovert, Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> well, going into quarantine, I would have said, like, I'm an extrovert, and would have said that Jake was an introvert. We do not say that now. <laughs> yeah, like a week and a half in, I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. What about kind of your walk with God? How did that look? Was it, were there more valleys? Were there more hills? What did some of the kind of those valleys look like in kind of your walk over the past three months? I, I mean, we, I didn't feel like there's a, to me, there wasn't a lot of valleys. I mean, the, for us, and from the very beginning, like, you know, back to when we sold our house and, um, early March, I mean, that was a God thing. So we yeah. knew, I, I just felt like we knew that we were we were, we were where we were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome. We and kept he, going back to that piece. Like, if we were like, yep. gosh, what is going on? Yeah, we just kept, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I think Pastor Ryan said a couple of weeks ago, like, when you experience God's peace, you know. Yeah. And it's totally true. And so that helped just that roller coaster of yeah. this is what we're supposed to be doing. This is just a few months of the big picture, mm-hmm. and it'll be just fine. Yeah. There was I, – I am a little bit higher at risk just from some medication and things. So, I mean, for me, it was like that was a daily prayer too. Like, God, just help me make sure I'm making the right decisions and we're yeah. doing the right things, but we're not – I don't know. We're just not, not going to live in fear. Right. Um, he, you know, he'll take care – and provide and as long as we're doing you know making smart decisions and and what we're doing then I just I, I wouldn't say that either one of us are probably big warriors for that type of stuff even before so, this or just I, not yeah I mean it's I don't know there's just so so much that you can't I have gotten control. better anyway yeah. at just you can't control it so yeah it does mean that we don't worry we do but there we think we I anyway am trying to do a better job of just letting, you know, going to him when I am and letting it go. And yeah. that's so much of it is out of our control. We weren't going, I think we, and we talked about that a lot, just Amy and I during quarantine is, you know, you get on, if you allow your, if you would have allowed yourself to get on social media and just read mm. and read and mm-hmm. read and you could go down a, you know, a rabbit hole and it would not, wouldn't have been healthy. And there's just so much stuff out there that, um, Ultimately, we don't have control of, over it, yeah. so control what we can. And, and I think that was important, too, for us, anyway, when we talked, was to make sure that, you know, I think if we would have been high anxiety or, or so forth or really, really anxious and worried, then it would have, our boys would have definitely picked up on that and, picked up on that and then in turn felt the same way. And I think, I don't think they really, they were just, just upset they didn't get to see their friends. They yeah. weren't anxious about any of it. 
Well, and we also it had a, we had a lot of conversations too of, okay, as fast as the coronavirus spreads, you know, if one person, then it goes to five, then like Ben is a numbers person and a oh, visual. Yeah. So I remember showing him this one certain picture and like, buddy, this is why we're doing what we're doing. And especially with heat yeah. being at a little higher risk. And so it's not about us. Yeah. Like we had so many conversations with the boys of, I understand that you might not like this, but it's not about us yeah. right now. Yeah. And being four and ten, that's hard to understand. But being twenty-eight, that's hard to yeah, understand. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, just those yeah simple conversations that can have a huge impact. Well, and without an experience like a quarantine or a pandemic, how do you teach those lessons in yeah. an impactful and meaningful way? So, yeah. Um, Well, at New Hope, our values are love, grow, go. So loving God, growing in your own faith, and going and serving. Um, Where do you feel like God has you at um, in this season as we're kind of coming, we're not coming out of quarantine fully, but things are changing. We're in the summer. Where do you feel like you both are at with that? I feel the love, just love others. um, Love others that aren't necessarily like you or maybe aren't in the same area of faith as you are um just that's how I'm feeling yeah I guess awesome um for me I'd say it's probably a combination of growing and then serving yeah as well I mean there's definitely areas where um I'm lacking and I need to continue to grow and in quarantine has helped yeah me with that but then I get the same time as we come out of it, um, continue to serve the, mm-hmm. the church and, and do those things. Um, because I think it, to me, it's an exciting time yeah. for the church, especially as, as there's discussions about building expansion and all those things. It's really, really yeah. um, an exciting time. And it, New Hope means so much to us. Um, and it's had such an impact on our lives and our family mm-hmm. that making sure that we continue to serve and, and help how we can. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited. I love getting to do this and just sitting down and hearing what other people's families look like. I love learning as we get ready to adopt just ideas and things that you guys do as parents with your kids. It's such a gift to be able to sit with you. So thanks for coming. Thanks Thanks for having us. Well, guys, I don't know about you, but I love sitting down with Heath and Amy and just hearing about how God has been at work in their lives from before quarantine to through it and now. And um, I think my favorite thing about this is just being reminded over and over and over that God is good and that he's not done working. So I'm excited. We have one more episode of our quarantine interviews. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but I hope you look forward to hearing about it and from them next time. See you then.